Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From newsounds.org, this is the Soundcheck Podcast. a soundcheck session from our archives. Those archives go back 20 years, but this session is slightly more recent. It's from 2018. This is the Soundcheck Podcast from NewSounds.org. I'm John Schaefer. This song that you're hearing, Flores y Tamales, was included in our first weekly roundup of 2018 when the staff and I were looking ahead to some records that we're really excited about. This is from the forthcoming Calexico record. It's their ninth, and it'll be called The Thread That Keeps Us. Now, Calexico, for almost 20 years, has been creating a kind of indie rock that evokes the wide open expanses of the American Southwest. You can practically hear the tumbleweeds rolling and bumping up against some roadside diner where maybe a mariachi band is playing. We're really looking forward to having them back here in the studio with us today to play some songs from their new record. This first one is called The End of the World With You.
That is Calexico, live here in the Soundcheck studio. The song is called End of the World with You. It's from their ninth album called The Thread That Keeps Us. And uh, great to have Calexico back here in the Soundcheck studio. As always, Joey Burns on vocals and guitar, John Convertino behind the drum kit, Sergio Mendoza playing our piano and his keyboards, and uh, Connor Gallagher on electric guitar, and Scott Kohlberg playing the bass. Joey, to you and the boys, welcome back. Well, thank you, John. Thanks for having us here. Yeah. Now, I, this this song that you just played, um, on the record, you get away from it a little bit here, but on the record, when the electric guitar first comes in, it's almost note for note Robert Fripp's guitar lick from David Bowie's Heroes. It feels very similar. Um, someone else thought it reminded them of some intro to a U2 song off of Unforgettable Fire. Right, right. It's an Ebo that Connor and also Hyro and, and a lot of the guys in the band have been using more and more to kind of give us another way in. So that wasn't an intentional callback for I you? I think, not for me, but I didn't play the part. But right. uh, it touched on a lot of different elements that I've heard in the past, which, which you know, that's why we do this. Right. right. It struck me, uh, why would they do that? Well, that's a song about a wall. And it's a song that was made in West Berlin, surrounded on all sides by East Germany. It was like a city on the edge of the world. And I thought, that that must be what they... But, I mean, this is is the great thing about art, right? I think so. Your your mind can just kind of take things. For sure. And we definitely do that on our own. And when we're making records, you have to sometimes just acknowledge those things, but then trudge on and keep going or or change it or, or embrace it. Yeah. Now, having said all that, uh, this is a song and an album that about, as you sing in, in that track, living in a time of extremes, mm-hmm. you know, a time when people are talking about walls and where we often feel like we're at the edge of the world. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be uh, really the tenor of this record. I think so. And for me, I think it responds a lot to what we're feeling when we come back home and as musicians... When you travel, you get this, you know, different perspective on the world, the world news or local news, however you want to call it, wherever you are. And um, coming back home and going to California, where John and I first met in the early 90s, where I was raised in Southern California, but we did some tracking and writing up in Northern California, and, and it felt good to be back, and there's so much to be thankful for, and it's, it's gorgeous, and it was inspiring, but there's still a lot going on here that is pushing us and dividing us to these extremes. Right. And I wanted to touch on some of those elements. Right. So Calexico's music has always had a very strong sense of place, mm-hmm. but now it seems like it's got a strong sense of the times as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've touched on these things in the past as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and it's as, as musicians or writers, um, you know, you're not just writing about one thing. You want to touch on a lot of different things because that's what life is. Right. Is that where the title, The Thread That Keeps Us, comes from? It's like the ties that bind us, that sort of thing? I suppose, you know, the first idea I had, I sent to John, I said, what about the distance between us, the thread that keeps us? And John, I think you were, I see you. Uh, <laughs> he's hiding behind a pillar. Uh, and then he said, why don't we just we, use... We keep all our drummers in the, They have to sit in the corner because they're never well-behaved. John Convertino, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's when you do your fill, right? <laughs> That'll do. Um, and he suggested just the thread that keeps us. And I am often asked, so what is the thread that keeps us or keeps you? And, and you know, my, my wisecrack response is coffee. <laughs> And uh, buy, buy a stranger a cup of coffee and you might help solve some of the world's problems. Huh? Yeah. But um, 
I like posing that question. I like yeah. the title kind of asks everyone to look and see and decipher what it means for them. Yeah. Well, speaking of kind of a sense of place, in the song End of the World with You, there is a brief shout-out to James Turrell. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe explain who he is and why he's worthy of a shout-out in the middle of a song. Yeah. For me, uh, when we were working up in Northern California and we were surrounded by John Muir Woods National Park and underneath the, the shadow of Mount Tam and overlooking the Pacific Ocean, I kept on thinking about John Muir and I was thinking about some of my favorite artists like Andy Goldsworthy who go into nature and make incredible pieces of art mm-hmm. just by, by being in that element of nature because it is so inspiring and there's so much that can be done. And, and certainly James Terrell, who uh, has taken a lot of interesting uh, approaches of using this light and space to create art. And it's, it's fascinating. And mm-hmm. he's got a crater that he, I think he purchased in Arizona. And I've, I've yet to be there. I've, have, I've yet to go there. I really want to go. And uh, he's making an art installation. For over a period of many, many years where it's like yeah. moving earth, you know, <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Like, like Robert Smithson with the famous jetty where in, in Utah, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, actually using the earth as the, the source material for his artwork. Yeah. Yeah. I could see why that would appeal to you. Yeah, and I just I wanted to I wanted to kind of reference someone that kind of signifies something, you know, openness, light, mm-hmm. um, you know, a crater full of wisdom in James Terrell's eyes. Right, that's the line. So, we're speaking with Joey Burns. The band is Calexico. Today, the band's playing for us. Uh, you want to do Voices in the Field next? Yeah, we'd love to play that song for you. All right, it's Calexico live on Soundcheck.
Voices in the Field from the band Colexco, another live performance here in the Soundcheck studio. Uh, Joey, is that song as much fun to play as it seems? It really is. <laughs> you, got the, it. you got the you got the shifting meter. and mm-hmm. uh, um, Now, even when it's in a kind of a triple rhythm, it's mm-hmm. not quite a waltz, but there is a genuine waltz on this record. Yeah. And one of the things I like about this album is there's lots of ways in which the pieces kind of fit together. So that waltz, which is called Unconditional Waltz, returns later in as a lyric That's in, right. in, yeah. in a song. Mm-hmm. And So when you're writing the songs, do, do things like that come into play? Do you, do you try, you, you like to have yeah, for threads sure. that bind, so to speak? Yeah, for sure. It, you know, there's that kind of connection with, um, with themes, which I love. And that's one of the things I think gets... Um, reinforced when we work on soundtracks for film you know all it takes is a simple melody to be a theme and uh, and then it can be played by another instrument or taken up by another voice or played in a different tempo or, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. time signature or key and and it has this beautiful connection right. which uh, is very natural well Colexco has always had a kind of cinematic sound anyway and you guys have done some soundtracks over yeah. the years most recently for the lore mm-hmm. is that right that's right and what is the lore about well it's about this this character a real life person who is uh, his name is Forrest Fenn he lives in Santa Fe New Mexico he basically was an art dealer and and kind of a, a historian mm-hmm. and a wonderful speaker 
and he's written this book called um, The Thrill of the Chase. And at the, at the end of the book, there's a poem which gives 12 clues as to where there is a treasure he's buried. Uh, it's like a 10-inch by 10-inch metal box that contains a treasure of about a million dollars or so. And it's sent many people looking for this treasure. And it's been <laughs> in the news off and on. Yeah, and no one's yeah. found it as of yet. Yeah. And it's pretty, pretty exciting. And so it's gotten a lot of people outdoors. It's, mm-hmm. There's been a documentary film that's made by Thomas Leach, great uh, English filmmaker and photographer. And is that The Lure? And that is the film called The Lure, yeah. And so you guys scored that? And we scored the film, uh, uh, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. How different a process is that for you as as a musician, a composer? Well, you're following uh, the narrative. You're following either the the cinematography or you're following um, the thread of the story. Mm -hmm. And you're playing two characters. Um, You're trying to give them you know, something, something to, to, that kind of surrounds them. It's their, their aura, their, their ambience, you know, and, <laughs> and it can be really fun. Yeah. Is that why there are a couple of instrumentals uh, kind of spaced uh, on the new record? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, we, in the, in the early days, uh, we did a lot more instrumental work. I think in 1998, when we released the album, The Black Light, it was predominantly instrumental. Mm-hmm. And, I kept on telling John and our good friend Craig Schumacher of WaveLab Studio that I want to try to return to that. I want to bring more instrumentals in. And I think what ends up happening for me is that I feel like there's so much that I want to say. And I feel like in the live show, we can only play so many instrumentals in a standing theater. But in a sit-down place, it might work out pretty good. Yeah. So um, we we started this session with just a little bit of the song Floracy Tamales, Mm -hmm. which, as I mentioned, we premiered on on our website. Uh, What was behind the decision to sing a song entirely in Spanish there? Well, I think uh, we've always embraced various cultures in our music. That last song, Voices in the Field, to me, musically, it's being inspired, you know, by artists like Bombino or Tenaroen. Uh, that North African The, the so-called desert blues. Desert blues, and, and, uh, and most certainly a lot of bands coming from Arizona and Tucson, Arizona, get associated with a desert right. vibe, right. ourselves included. Um, but, you know, so I wanted to kind of make that connection, and Sergio Mendoza over here had, had met uh, Bombino in person several times while his band, Orquesta Mendoza, was on tour. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to try to work on a way to send some tracks over, but I just figured... My goodness, Jairo Zavala is an incredible guitar player, and uh, I knew he could do a great job with this song because he's traveled to Africa himself, and he's got a connection to a lot of different you know, influences in his musical style, and he's right here in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> or not today, but, not today, but in but Tucson yeah. at the time of recording. Yeah. So yeah, so Flores y Tamales, uh, we had this song idea from a, from a soundtrack, and I decided to make it longer, and, and Jairo was sitting there and said, I could... I have some lyrics I could sing on this song and change it from an instrumental mm-hmm. to a song with lyrics. Okay. Yeah. And it's got that kind of... It's a cumbia. Cumbia yeah, rhythm, that, sure. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. This may be an album for dark times, but there is a play of light and dark on it, and a lot of the music is actually pretty upbeat. Mm-hmm. Is it ultimately an optimistic record? I think that's a really <laughs> good question. I think it, you know... I hope so. I think performing live, most certainly it will be. On album, listening to it, I mean, it might, yeah. I mean, there are, you know, sometimes with tempo being up, like a song like Bridge to Nowhere, it's exciting, it's exhilarating, you know, it's upbeat, it's got electric guitars. Um, 
it has a sort of an anthemic feel. And so, yeah, it's right. uplifting in a way, but it's talking about really dark stuff, you know. We're coming up for air as the chorus. On the other hand, the album ends with a song called Music Box, which has a very kind of uh, restrained, you know, um, uh, it's not, not a depressive mood, but, you know, it's certainly not one of the more upbeat, anthemic tracks on the record. And yet it's essentially a love song. It is. It's for my family at home. And it's the most punk rock moment I've, you know, <laughs> unleashed and bared open, you know, and uh, and I often uh, don't really write direct songs about I feel this way, but I, I really wanted to just put something down, just I love you, you know, I want right. you to know the songs for you. So three chords in the truth, as they say. For sure. All right. Uh, the band is Calexico. The album is called The Thread That Keeps Us. The band's playing some of those songs for us here today. You want to do Under the Wheels? That'd be great. Next. Thank you so much, John. All right. Here's Calexico live on Soundcheck. to hear what you have to say, but it was too much talking over each other. Oh, find me some peace, a month through hard, a break in the tide when the fighting starts. Power's down and the town goes dark, when words fail we scatter. Always someone 
Dark times never sounded so good as they do in that song called Under the Wheels from the band Calexico playing live for us here. That's a song from their uh, their new record called The Thread That Keeps Us. Um, Joey, you're probably familiar with the psychedelia of Peru and Colombia of the like, Chicha. yeah, the, mm-hmm. the 1970s. Love it. Seems like there's a little bit of an element of that in, in that arrangement there. For sure. And Connor here is, does a fantastic job using the wah-wah and some delay. And are you using the Yoko pedal today? The Yoko pedal? Yeah, there's this great guitar pedal called Yoko, and who's it's it made white, by? It's the white pedal by Jex Tellis. Oh, it's the white pedal, I'm so sorry. <laughs> by Jex Tellis. They're, they're a great... It says Yoko on it, so I it just... It's the white pedal. All right, so it's got some kind of Beatles connection. I suppose. One yeah. way or the other. Got some sounds. Yeah. So I think we nearly broke the internet last year when Cafe Takuba came in to do a, a session for us. Um, lots of people... Love their music. It looks like there might be something in the works between you guys. Is that right? I don't know. I, I, Was have... your Instagram account? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You never know. Oh, yeah, well, we did a festival in Baja, and uh, they were there. Well, one of the guys was there, and so we were just we're talking and hanging out. But, yeah. you know, collaboration is something that I think not only us, but a lot of musicians enjoy, and it's pretty easy to do these days. Mm-hmm. You could just send a message to somebody if they have an account, and who knows, you might get a response. And um, I think that's something, you know, kind of exciting for people these days to right. open it up. So um, uh, I mentioned before that you guys will be coming back. Before you get back here, you're touring Europe mm-hmm. with Mexican Institute of Sound. Yeah. Who gets Sergio on those nights? Uh, well, <laughs> Does he, we're all going to play together. <laughs> the idea is to create a party. And so we generally try to bring friends, and so we can just play the whole night. Yeah. And I doubt that there will be much... Um, <laughs> everyone's going to be playing at all times. Okay. Uh, and Camilo came to a week of rehearsals last month to Tucson. That's Camilo Lara, who, Camilo who Lara is... Camilo Lara of Mexican yeah. Institute of Sound. Along with Sergio. Yeah, Sergio's in there, too. Yeah, yeah. We're all friends. But, yeah, and Camilo's great. I look up to his musical tastes a lot, and he bought a Moog synthesizer and wound up playing on every song. It was incredible. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, and we'll look forward to your uh, next visit around here. But in the meantime, Joey, to you and the rest of the band, John, Sergio, uh, the rest of the guys, thank you so much for being with us. It's been great having you here. It's always a pleasure. In an instant it could all go away We could choose to keep holding on to the pain You've been listening to an episode of the Soundcheck Podcast from our archives. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can see and hear much more on our website. Check it out at newsounds.org. Thank you.